This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You're listening to Tom and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Tom and Bach. Tom Stevens here. Jake Bachhoven there. Uh, can I get you anything? Hot towel, anything like that? Uh, <laughs> I'm getting kind of hungry. Maybe, yeah. you know, lunchtime's approaching. Uh, well, you'll get nothing like it. Oh, okay. Uh, Travis Vokalek is back. That's a big deal, I think, for Nebraska football. Uh, especially, I guess, when you follow it up with, you know, a linebacker leaving the day before. So maybe, you know, you get some good news. That's kind of what it's going to be, I think, for the next you know, several weeks. Good news, bad news days. Oh, yeah. somebody's staying. Oh, somebody's leaving. Yeah. Miles uh, Brennan was good news, bad news, yeah, for, depending right. on how you feel about Miles it. Brennan is not coming. Um, I think that's good news. I think yeah. that's very good news. I'm not heartbroken by it. I, I, I would rather have a more athletic quarterback. Um, but we want to talk a little Husker football and where this thing is headed. Of course, the new coaches were able to speak uh, to the media yesterday. Mickey Joseph has done that. Mark Whipple, the new offensive coordinator, uh, we're hearing from Donovan Riola and trying to piece this thing together and, you know, kind of figuring out how Nebraska Nebraska's offense will look going forward and whether this thing will work. Um, and that's where I thought, you know, John Gaskins would be good for this because he, he really likes to, you know, investigate uh, that type of thing. He's a great uh, sports reporter, I would call him. Uh, he's a good talk show host as well, but really good sports reporter as we bring him in. John Gaskins. Uh, former radio host with me for five years here on the ticket, still does radio in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. How you doing, Johnny? Tom, I'm all right. It's awesome to hear your voice. Hi, Bach. Hey there. Um, hey. Hey. It's like a warm blanket. Warm blanket. <laughs> do you need a warm blanket? I didn't know we'd have to provide that yeah, as well. It's like 10 degrees here in Sioux Falls, so I actually do, but uh, <laughs> I'm doing better already. So what do you think about, what do you make of these hires as you see Scott Frost trying to piece together a new staff. Yeah, you pick a pro-style offensive coordinator from Pitt. You take Mickey Joseph from LSU, who is the, you know, the wide receivers coach there. He'll be the passing game coordinator here. You take Dominic Riola from the Chicago Bears. He's never been an offensive line coach at this level. Uh, what do you make of all this and how it's going to work? I mean, who the 
heck knows? It, it, it's just uh, we get why it's going on. Nebraska wasn't great at offense each of the last two years under Scott Frost, calling the plays and being the CEO. But he made his bread and bread and butter as a play caller, right? I mean, at Oregon and then as a play calling head coach at UCF with the best offense in, in the nation and, and a thirteen and a record. And uh, so, as a head coach, he really only knows how to. Be, Run the offense, and we have no idea how good of a CEO he is going to be. And I'll get to Mark Ripple in a second, but if you want a point of reference for what happens when a head coach decides to give up the offensive play calling, and uh, first of all, Nebraska, Frank Search did that after a disastrous, back in the day, 7-7 was disastrous, guys. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Um, but they were uh, horrible in 2002, uh, the team was, and uh, so Frank Sosa said to stop calling the offensive plays. It wasn't going great. Uh, they were 58th in total offense. Actually, in 2003, good a question, Tom. Guess who was the offensive coordinator for the Huskers in, Scott, in uh, Frank Sosa's last year? Uh, Barney Cotton? I think it was Scott Downing was his name. Scott Downing, okay. And Nebraska actually dipped in offense from 58th to 74th with Frank Sosa giving up the play calling. What was the big difference from going 7-7 to 0-2 
<laughs> I mean, it's a, it's very strange. I mean, the, the whole conversation just revolving around the quarterback. What quarterback do you bring in? I mean, but you mentioned Mark Whipple's first few years at Pitt or just kind of anywhere. Wouldn't that be more the expectation this year than, you know, kind of getting into the Kenny? I mean, you don't have Kenny Pickett and Jordan Addison on your team, by God. So, you know, it, I mean, what do you expect for this offense considering they were actually a top 25 offense and they shelled the whole thing to begin with? Yeah. I, I just don't know. <laughs> just, I don't know, guys. What, what, uh, you're better at answering that than me because it's it'll depend a lot on the personnel. And uh, Nebraska has struggled on the offensive line for years now, uh, blocking holes for running backs and giving quarterbacks time. And therefore, it's helped to have a mobile quarterback like Adrian who makes some of his best plays and Taylor Martinez before him. And to a degree, Tommy Armstrong before them. That uh, some of the best plays are made when oh crap I I, I gotta make a make a run for it. Um, so it's hard to answer that question without knowing who the quarterback is going to be. Although it'd be nice for everything to come together. I mean that pipeline made Tommy Frazier a Heisman Trophy quality quarterback, and so did his like three or four running backs who would have been uh, hundred yard plus you know, running backs at about every other school in the country, and some of them were third and four stringers. I mean it, it, everybody was great, so it all came together beautifully and. It's easy to drop the gavel and call all of them great. Um, so, I, so, yeah, there's a lot of unknowns. Well, there's uh, going to be four new coaches, three new offensive coaches. They're already here. And maybe a new offensive philosophy. With that in mind, there are going to be some that say, hey, give them at least a couple more years. Others are going to say, no, you got to win now. But what should be the minimum expectation in your mind for 2022? Oh, gosh, can we punch up the schedule? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I have a lot to do with it as well. It was a, you know, I'm not going to make excuses for Scott Frost. You know that I, I don't do that. I, I, I thought he should have gone, and I think in general history will history will show that uh, if you can't really accomplish much in four years, it's it's not going to happen for you, uh, especially if none of those years was a winning record. Um, so, uh, first of all, I think without looking at the schedule and, and therefore having expectation, I mean, you would think Frost would at least have to get into a bowl game to keep his job, right? you got to win at least six, okay? Um, and but how, how thrilled will people be about that? I mean, that, that might keep, keep his job. How, what is it going to look like? A lot of people thought it didn't look so bad this year. It's 3-9, but it didn't look so bad. We feel okay about where it's headed. So... When I look at next year's schedule, I see um, I see Northwestern. I don't know how that's going to go in Ireland. They should be North Dakota. They should be Georgia Southern. Probably not going to be Oklahoma. They go to Rutgers. That feels like, I mean, it feels like there's a lot of coin flip stuff going on right here. Uh, it's just the way it is with Nebraska football now in in, in the modern times. It's it's um, it's hard to know what to expect, but. I mean, you got to turn this thing into a six or seven win season, no matter how you get it there. What do you guys think? This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24 7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, it's just fascinating because if you, I mean, even if you do, like you said, get to, to six wins, that seems to be the minimum goal, but it's the minimum goal now for three straight years. This is a program that yeah. fired two nine-win coaches, and now you're bringing back a three-win coach. Um, be, kind of bigger picture stuff. Do you think that Nebraska football can get back to even the juice it had, you know, post post Solage even, at least, you know, the expectation was pretty high. Do you think that, that can, can, they can get back to there, or do you think the longer you kind of string this out, I mean, if you do get to it, you know, you go 7-6 and six next year with a bowl game, is that just kind of, you know, elongating and fer- further bearing yourself kind of into um, a, a lesser program? There shouldn't be any reason why Nebraska shouldn't be having results like Iowa. We'll, we'll go right back, and it's all ironic. It all comes back to what Sean Eichhorst said after they after they fired Bo Pelini after beating Iowa. But it's how, how can you not look over there and go, yeah, we can do that. And you know, every five years we can have a you know, a primrose path schedule and have a fraudulent you know top five ranking at some point late in the season. And, uh, and get, get everybody, get the masses excited again and threaten the Rose Bowl berth and play in the Big Ten championship game. I mean, this is not, you're playing the Big Ten last year. I mean, why is this, why does it seem so hard? P.J. Fleck won 11 games in his third year at Minnesota. They had very little football history. They were mired in mediocrity or futility for years and years with Tim Walker, Tim Brewster, Glenn Mason, and Jerry Kill. And he got them 11 wins once. You know, I mean, uh, Wisconsin, you go up there and you're impressed. You're like, does that, are they making it look that hard in the Big Ten West to win six or seven games every year? I get it. It's competitive. It's tough. There's a lot of close games, but it shouldn't be. It, shouldn't, it just shouldn't be this Sisyphus uh, rolling the ball off the hill to, uh, to win eight or nine games and to win five or six or seven and win some close ones in the Big Ten. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, of course, you know, you look at uh, teams like Iowa this year. Um, you know, for a while, they had, a, they had a Big Ten championship slash playoff hopes, and those died because they were they were fraud. But um, golly gee, don't you think every five years you ought to win the Big Ten West and uh, give yourself a chance in that old Big Ten championship game? And maybe if you only have one or two losses, you might you might be in the playoff, or you might get at least people excited about getting back there again. I just I don't know I don't know or don't think they're that far away. And I don't know why it's, it's it, it, Nebraska, no matter who the head coach has been, the last uh, 20 years has made that look so hard. Uh, looking at the schedule, you mentioned the schedule for next year. Northwestern and Dublin, a team that you beat 56-7 to uh, this year. Then you've got North Dakota and Georgia Southern. You better win those games because you've got Oklahoma at Memorial Stadium this year. Then you've got Rutgers on the road, Indiana uh, uh, at home. So that should be a win. That's six right there. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's and then you got Illinois at home. I mean, a team that you should beat, but it doesn't look like. I mean, I'm looking at six. I don't know that I'm looking much more than that. Uh, and you're going from one of the toughest schedules in the country uh, this past season to one you know that's much more manageable uh, this year. Good conversation. Appreciate it, Johnny. Right? At least we can fall back on that. Thank God. That's right. Uh, uh, by the way, how, I mean, just quickly, guys, how 
awesome was that game Saturday night at Texas? Did, did that feel like, I don't know about you guys, I was taking out all my frustrations at Nebraska football being so inept and crappy for uh, several years now. Men's basketball continuing to spin its wheels and, uh, you know, clean, clean, uh, clean house every year and uh, not figure it out. And uh, it's just uh, that, that and hating Texas so much. That was just one of my favorite Nebraska sports viewing uh, nights and moments in ages. I don't know about you guys. What do you think? That's, That's the best thing I've seen uh, from Husker sports in a long, long time. To go on the road in Austin, Texas, on their floor, a team that swept you just in the spring uh, in the Elite Eight, and to do that uh, on their floor against Texas, the fans booing you before the match. That was so cool. That was just great. Yeah, and the we are Texas thing when they were hitting the balls in their court, that was just, uh, you know, every single time. Uh, so when we put it down, baby, uh, that was sweet. Kaboom. That, volleyball. Volleyball yeah. school, baby. There you go. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Uh, thanks, John. We appreciate the time. Talk to you soon. I don't know if I uh, helped any confusion or sorted anything out, but thank you for your time, guys. Yeah. I enjoyed it. No, I thought it was good stuff. Uh, he does. He brought some research, John Gaskins. I enjoyed yeah. uh, some mixed bag results type stuff. When you change that many coaches within a system, um, and Nebraska obviously getting four new coaches, and we'll decide, we'll find out, I guess, who will be the new special teams coordinator if they decide to go that way or if they just go with a running backs coach. Uh, but – a lot of change, a lot of overhaul within a staff. And Scott Frost, as he mentioned, trying to become more of a CEO and less of an offensive coordinator. I think he'll still have some foot, foot uh, his footprint in the offense. I think he'll still have a say as to where they go. But it works sometimes, but it doesn't work all the time. Well, as far as giving up the play calling duty, and again, great research by John there. Um, but he, he did mention something that Trev has already mentioned, uh, that if you don't win in your first four years and you have losing records, historically that means it's not going to get turned around. So, you know, it, it's it kind of goes back to that Trev Albert's quote of saying there's not really – you can't – pick out a bunch of numbers about why this is going to work. So it's just kind of blind faith, understanding maybe financially even why it was done. And I think, but, but it, it, I don't know if you can, you have to completely give up on it though, um, because I, I do like the staff that they put together. Um, but it is, as, as a lot of people have been saying, it's an uphill battle. You're placing so many of your star players um, from a three and nine team as, as, as silly as that sounds, but you're, you know, four or five guys that probably get drafted and you haven't had four or five guys drafted in years. Uh, it, it's an uphill battle and, and we'll see what happens. But it, it's also interesting that schedule you point out. I mean, there's a very real possibility they could go seven and five this year and be worse than they were you know, this past year, right. does that represent progress? Maybe it does with a whole new cast of characters, but there's just a, a lot to judge there. Yeah, it's it's a risk, but again, Trev Alberts did minimize the risk. He asked Scott Frost to take a pay cut. He did that. Uh, he asked uh, Scott Frost to reduce his buyout, or maybe that was a Scott Frost thing. Hey, yeah, I'll even throw that in for you uh, because I'm betting on myself. So at least uh, Nebraska – that is the university and Trev Alberts got something in that deal. Uh, and maybe Scott Frost at the same time bought himself some time. We'll see. Um, there's some interesting hires here. I, I'm still didn't get all my answers. My, the answers to my questions answered yesterday. Uh, I, we'll have to wait and see. It doesn't sound like you're going to get a lot of information until you see the actual product. Yeah. Well, I don't think, again, I don't know if, if you don't know what your quarterback looks like, it's hard to build an offense yeah, around. That's true. Uh, that's a big part of it. Let's get to break. Come back with wingman 
Uh, it's Thursday. I haven't decided what we're doing, but it'll be fun, Abak. It'll Let's be fantastic. Fun. It'll be great. Uh, and we need your participa- participation. 464-5685. Honda of Lincoln Hotline uh, call uh, right now. Uh, it's Wingman coming up next. Download our app by searching 93.7, a ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. This is Tom and Bach. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.